A northerner from Huddersfield. A Londoner from London. <laughs> That's chuffing obvious. I'm Nat Richards. And I'm David Baker. And welcome to our sophisticated, civilised, refined... Oh, come off it. We're just two Brits in Oz. Having a laugh. Talking all things UK news. This is Aussie Pomcast. Hello and welcome to another episode of Aussie Pomcast. We're back again. Nat, how was your weekend? It was all right. It was all right. It was quite nice. Pleasant. <laughs> Why are you talking like that? I don't know what's happening. It was nice. It, it rained okay, a good. lot. So it did rain a lot. Yeah. Stayed inside, mostly. Okay, so... Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Everybody's yeah, exactly. divorced everybody weekend. now. Yeah, exactly. So, right, let's just go straight into the weather while we're talking about it. And let's talk about it in Britain where it's not raining every weekend. Not. In fact, this is a time where it's not good to be Australian with you all the British friends. I mean, you say it's not raining every weekend. It will be in two weekends, right? Yeah, yeah but yeah, that's it. Make the most of week. this, guys, because this ain't going to last. So it's going to hit 33 degrees this week in parts of the southeast of England. Um yeah, was, look at them. They, they'll all be out. They'll all be out with their shirts off. They'll all be out in the beer gardens. It makes you sick, doesn't it? it <laughs> yeah, does. I know. We only they, had six months of it, <laughs> yeah. so it's pretty unfair that they get a week. It's actually, you know what? A lot of times you hear like the front pages of the papers, like the sun and whatever, they'll say, mm. oh, 22 degree scorcher, and you'll laugh over here. Not 22 degrees Just 22 degrees <laughs> over here is nothing, but 33 is actually a respectable temperature. So well done, Britain. We're getting some <laughs> decent, decent summer weather. Yeah, but also, like... 30 degrees in England is, uh, it feels a lot hotter. It does. I know, I know that's yes. such a boring thing to say that lots of English people, it's hotter, it's hotter, it's a hotter yeah, third. It's a hotter heat. Yeah, it's a drier, <laughs> hotter heat. Yeah, but um, it's no, true. It is. It's true. It is. Well, I'm, I'm sure in London in particular, obviously, with lots of buildings and lots of people. Mm. It's the house is built to st- uh, the house. The house the, is the built, not built. For <laughs> it's weather. built to stay warm, exactly. right? Yeah. So when it's hot, it's super warm. Yeah, exactly. And people, everybody takes their shirts off. It's just yeah, not, all the dab bods will be out. Not all of them. I'm not taking my shirt off. Well, you're not over there, are you? I, know, uh. I don't even take it off for a shower. Okay, moving on. <laughs> Of course, over there as well, it does mean there is a downside. It does mean high pollen levels as well. So anyone with a hay fever, stay away. So over in the northwest, unfortunately, it's not going to be quite as hot. There's only going to be one day of 29 degrees where it's forecast to reach 29. Um, but largely for the rest of the week, it's not going to get much above 15. How dire is that? I mean, put that in context. It's nighttime here. Yeah, over here, it's been warmer, right? That is absolutely horrendous. That is freezing and look. Yeah, thoughts and prayers with everybody there. <laughs> uh, it looks like we're going to hit a weather record, though. These are uh, potentially record-breaking temperatures that we're getting across Britain. Mm-hmm. So uh, it needs to hit 35.6, which is a possibility it could. But that would be the hottest June day, right, on record? Yeah, yeah but yeah. That's, a, that's a record-breaker. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Come on, we work in media. Everything's a record-breaker. <laughs> hottest um, day since yesterday. Yeah, yeah, and you know what? You'd be especially annoyed if you booked holiday, wouldn't you, right now? Because you can just bet this oh, will be they? the weekend everyone books holiday and it's hotter in Britain than it is in Spain or whatever. Yeah, I mean, they're not getting on the flights anyway because all of them are getting cancelled. I know, yeah. <laughs> I know. Um, but this is it. I mean, that's where the hot weather's come from. Is It's been blown up from Spain and um, it's apparently south of France is going to be very hot as well. If you've got the money to go there, jolly good. Um, it's going to hit 40 degrees uh, over in uh, Europe, which is, that's not nice. Like, uh, that's yeah, not that's nice bit, temperature. Yeah. 30 odd degrees, just pleasant enough. 
yeah, going overseas to 40 degrees, oh, that's going to be horrendous. But you do also have to remember, like, in 35 degrees or, you know, 35.6 degrees, if they do hit the record, no air conditioning anywhere, basically. No. Like, it is pretty uncomfortable. Sunburn city. Oh, God, yeah. And, like, I think everybody's already been warned, don't overdo it in the in the, in the sun. Yeah, the Not heat warning's happen. out. Not going to happen. The roads will melt. It's going to get to... <laughs> roads Don't they do? Melt. The town on the roads melts over here. They've got something... Apparently, I've heard this. Oh, okay. I've, I've not Googled this, but apparently it's a thing, right? That the roads over there melt and they don't over here. They've got something else in them. Okay. Like the chocolate. British chocolate melts quicker than Aussie chocolate. Same Cadbury's. Same, same tarmac. Same bitumen in our chocolate as... I don't know. Anyway. No, no, but does, see, that's why Aussie chocolate doesn't taste the same as British chocolate. Fun fact. There you go. Anyway, yeah, well, it's due to climate change. They're saying uh, it's going to force um, people to have to abandon their homes due to rising sea levels. So, look, you've got everybody... In 30 years' in time. In 30 years. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's, let's 30 years. Leave your house now. Yeah, we'll be like, on our way out by that. then. Yeah, exactly. But we'll probably be on our way out after this episode, to be <laughs> honest, if anyone's still listening. But, yeah, look... Terrible, 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 terrible. But you know, uh, enjoy it while it lasts, guys. You know, enjoy. Lucky you. Yeah. Be sun smart. Slip, slap, slop. Yeah. All that stuff. Slip, swap, slap. Whatever it Same is. Same thing. Who cares? Same thing. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, enjoy, enjoy. But we've got, we've got to talk about Royals while we're here, oh, right? Gosh, we had a big week last week. I know it was the Royals episode. Anyone that stayed with us, thank you very much. There she is, our queen, making a bit of an appearance out there with Charles and Camilla. This is the Order of the Garter, and uh, Queen, potential Queen Camilla there. She will be, eventually. Yeah. If the Queen, if the Queen cacks it soon, she will be Queen Stop Camilla. She that. will. Yeah, okay, cool. She, she, I mean, clearly, she's... Yeah, you know, yeah Everybody's yeah. We, dying, we, we but, you know. Yes, exactly. Anyway, we speak about this a lot. Yeah, Camilla's been given the highest honour over here, um, yep. bestowed upon her by the Queen. Um, but very nice to see. I think the Queen is very much setting her up to be a, like... A successor. She's not just the other woman anymore, mm-hmm. and I think for a long time, unfortunately, she was seen as that in the UK. Uh, she's backed her in, and she's like, "Look, this is my woman, right, Charles and Camilla. Yeah, this is this is a girl for the job." She's in there high fiving after this, is yeah, yeah. fist pumping and all that. Look at her, and well, it's been oh, a lot of discussion. She's, she's kind of kept herself to herself for. A- good period of time now like she's done the she right has. thing she hasn't done anything stupid she's kind no of, she hasn't worn diana's jewelry she hasn't oh done God. anything dodgy like that yeah. if she did oh, yeah. that would be a i don't think she would i mean gym. well i say that she wouldn't but seriously there's something wrong with the pr and in, in that family because <laughs> the one person who has reared his ugly head yet again oh Andrew, just, i know oh miles andy just bugger off miles andy bugger off like seriously like so he Charles and William basically had to step in and tell the Queen. Reportedly, reportedly. reportedly. Definitely. Well, yeah. yeah, sorry, this they haven't texted me. We're not all yeah, in a WhatsApp group. They definitely group. did. Um, but they probably did, didn't they? They've probably gone, look, it's probably not wise for him to come out for the Order of the Garter. Fair enough, I reckon. Yeah, of course. Awkward discussion to have about your brother I and know, your uncle. I know, but the fact that that was made at the last minute, he was still on the list, of, like the service list, I think. So he's, he's obviously Might like... Might have been a bit of an and afterthought, though, you know. Oh, God, I mean, I'm... they've had a big big week with the Jubilee. They're probably just thinking, well, just Harry and Meghan are going to ruin this. Forgot about that whole sex and slavery went, thing. Yeah, I just had, had a look through the order of ceremony and just went, oh God, he's coming. Oh God. And so uh, actually it was still on the order of service. His name was on there. So it's quite awkward. So it just proves that that was an 11th hour decision know, to strip like, him from the, the event. And that isn't the only thing right going on with him at the moment, reportedly. is The other thing that's, that's being talked about a lot in the English media at the moment is that he's actually 
knocking on the Queen's door and saying it's actually time to reinstate yes. some of his duties. I think people forgotten by now. Yeah, exactly. It happened what in is? January. <laughs> like, seriously, he's not had 10 years in the darkness. Yeah. Like, oh my God. Oh, just go away. Go seriously, away, you Andy. live in a castle. Just hide away. <laughs> just on the grounds See, of Windsor Castle. Just don't they say got anything. Away. What are the royals? I mean, I love them, but a lot of them have got away with doing nothing for a very long time. Yeah, just get, have another it. year off at yeah, least exactly. before oh my you God, start. You don't deserve it, but just enjoy it and disappear. Yeah, do you think it, yeah, well, it's nice. It's not good, but I mean, Fergie still thinks he's hot hot already so <sighs> yeah go Fergie um, she says that he thinks she's a good and kind man they're clearly still together I'm sorry nobody speaks about their ex that way yeah come on everybody knows it it's the worst kept secret in the royal family <laughs> I right? Know, I they're definitely, definitely 100% together me. Okay. they're definitely together I mean they're very friendly friendly to say that you know the exes I mean they have kids together maybe they just you yeah, know, co-parenting and all that kind nah, of thing sorry Charles and Diana and that didn't end but that, that wasn't pleasant for either of them was it <laughs> different quite different but yeah well um, she said that she uh, yeah she very much backs him and thinks he's a wonderful human and uh, actually come out and said so off her own back which is you know there we go they're definitely still together yeah, proof that she should probably disappear for a little bit as well, then. <laughs> <laughs> well she has she yeah, has she's yeah, doing yeah. a philanthropy <laughs> she's been uh, she's been good with that actually you know she's she keeps herself to herself and she just gets on with a little charity work and that sort of way. Prince Harry's fallen from his horse as well in other news. In other Not in shock that Andy was still uh, yeah, going to be exactly. on the order of service. No, he's uh, fallen off his horse at the polo. He's gone back to normal now, gone back to playing polo in the US. And, gone back uh, to normal. Yeah, polo. Yeah. yeah, polo. I just go back to my polo times. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, polo and cashing in off Netflix. But yeah, he's gone over and uh, fallen from his arse. So we've got lovely pictures of that on Perth now. Lovely. Not okay. lovely. Right. It's not, not nice for him at all. But there we go. Uh, all captured in all its glory. Kate and Will's out there making a good impression, not putting the foot wrong as per usual. Um, here they are at the Grenfell Tower Memorial. Um, well, yeah, an example to everybody. I think they just get on with it, don't they? They, they don't put a foot wrong. These no. two, um, especially after the Jubilee, I think their popularity is at, it's soared after this. Um, they're just helping their reputation, I think. And meanwhile, Andrew's trying to destroy it. So. <laughs> <laughs> and other people are falling off horses. Nightmare. Yeah. Yes. So <laughs> anyway, but these two are the future of the royals. But uh, let's talk about the future empowerment. Okay. Talk about politics. Yeah, yeah. So over in the House of Commons, there we are, yay! Um, these women are getting very excited because the House of Commons is set to become menopause-friendly. <laughs> I don't know why you find that. Look at this, yay, menopause. Uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> it's a very unusual photograph, isn't it? It's a little bit Thumbs weird, up but, for menopause, guys! But so in the middle of there, you've got Sir Lindsay Hoyle, who is the Speaker of the House of Commons, and he has said this week that he's going to do a lot, he's going to make a lot of changes in the House of Commons to make it a bit more friendly for women that are going through menopause, right? And I just think it's... Like, he's nearly 70 years old. I think it's quite nice that someone's he's, being progressive I at think that age good. and doing something that's thinking about the way in which other people have to go through things at work. Like, I just yeah, think it's good. They're clearly chuffed about it. I Look know. at them. Happy. I, yeah, I mean, you. I think you had some issues with some of the wording, didn't well, you? I thought you were going to say issues no, with menopause. Yeah, no, no. That's no. not gone. I'm not going through that. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going through the change yet, but steady on. Um, well, I mean, yeah, some, some of the wording. I mean, he said, look, we're going to put vent- ventilation in for some of the buildings. Uh, we're going to give people breathable outfits. Yeah. Um, can you well, just imagine? Said, yeah, said breathable uniforms. Breathable uniforms. I've never seen anyone wearing. It's a like going to be like a sponsor by Adidas or something. <laughs> 
<laughs> and can you imagine? Like, oh, oh, you're wearing like you're either wearing a lovely frock, or you're turning up in the Adidas breathables today, and you're like, I'm clearly going through the change. I just think it's a bit awkward, isn't it, to have to turn up to work in a breathable outfit because you're going through the change? Oh well, yeah, but I guess the idea is that people should just talk about it, and it's fine. Like, don't like if yeah. you are going through it, fine. Let's talk about it. It doesn't matter if you don't want to talk about it. Don't talk about it. Yeah. But as in, I just think it's quite a progressive move, and I think it's a good thing. I think there's a lot of kind of tradition and, and pomp and stupidity in places like that that are just mm. archaic yeah, and need and need overturning. So I think it's a good thing. Mm. And look, two hundred fifty thousand women um, resign or retire early because of menopause in the UK. So it's not like it's mm-hmm. uh, not like it's not it's something a problem. That's affecting and people, people taking sick days as well. You know, yeah. you don't get so many sick days in some jobs. So the idea as well is that they'd be able to take off sick. You know, when you're you're not feeling too smashing. Um, yeah, what uh, ventilated rooms and whatnot as well. I, I did think it'd be cold enough in Britain. <laughs> save on the heating bills at the very least, wouldn't it? So you think that's what it's for? <laughs> you just, yeah, it's, it's actually, actually just cost cutting. Rooms. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> cost of living soaring. Let's save on the heating. Yeah, well, I think it's a, a brilliant idea. Yeah. The intentions are right. And well, like I said, clearly they're very, very happy about it. Um, sticking with politics again, the Scots are once again trying to break away from mm. the rest of Britain. Here we go, Nicola Sturgeon. She just will not let up, will she? It's, uh, she's very keen. She's for, pretty keen on that. Yeah, yeah. she's just a bit keen. Um, and she's yeah, look, she's made, unveiled a refreshed case for independence for Scotland. And what's another referendum? I just feel it hasn't been two minutes since the last one. Uh, yeah, it feels like that, but it's actually been eight years. I think it was 2014. That's so not that long. It's, it's you need not. to do it by generation, I think. Probably. You get the same result otherwise. Well, I don't know. I don't really know when is the right time to rethink it. But, I mean, she obviously thinks that she's got the numbers. to. It was very tight before. But, I mean, you know, we didn't have a second referendum on Brexit and that was pretty tight, so... I just, yeah, well, I don't know whether this is, I mean, I say this because we're not, we're not Scottish, right? But I know a lot of people that do feel very passionate about it. And uh, well, it's only going to get worse, isn't it, if we don't have that. But uh, I don't know. And I'm not wild on the idea of needing a, needing a passport to get into Scotland, to be fair. But there we go. Why are you going to Scotland? Scotland's nice. No, it's no, very it's nice. nice. It's very have you not nice. seen Braveheart? <laughs> right, okay. <laughs> yes, I have, and that's exactly why I'd love to go to Scotland. <laughs> Look, I mean, it, it, I mean for, for those of them that don't want independence, I mean, it's just dividing the country once again, uh, in my opinion. And well, another thing that's going to divide the country is this new study that's found that people with a northern or Scottish accent are actually no, uh, thought to be a bit stupid. Now, this is absolute load of rubbish, in my opinion. But well, I'm going to say that with an accent like mine. Accent discrimination is alive and kicking in England and in the rest of Britain, it would seem, as well. Well, that's uh, a headline there. So this is a researcher named Dr. Robert McKenzie, um, who's leading the um, research at the Northumbria University. And he says people with uh, northern accents um, receive profound negative social, economic and educational implications. So there we go. Uh, you've had an easy ride because you've got a nice accent, oh, look, basically, is what we're saying. I, I think it's nice that you call it a nice accent. But um, yeah, I... I I think it's probably true, unfortunately. I think probably that there is a bit of discrimination on the basis of your accent, and it's pretty harsh. Um, like, I think, I think it's, I think this study did find that it's kind of the stigmatization of mm. it is kind of disappearing a little bit. So it's getting a little bit easier and people are a bit more conscious about their bias. There's more of them on TV as well, you know. There's more people with... Uh, more of them. More of them. More, more of, them. of our lot. Yeah, I can exactly. say that. More I mean, I can't understand any of them, but... Oh, shut up. Yeah, but joking. there's more of our lot on TV, you know, Anton Deck. Anton Deck, <laughs> he's not from Yorkshire. Just not, to, not from Yorkshire. He, though. just Anton Deck as Northern, one person. Northern, yeah, one. Um, um, do people think we're apparently think we're less intelligent, less ambitious and less educated? What a load of rubbish. Although, to be honest, I have, I've noticed a bit of this because I noticed that like 
sometimes and uh, particularly like if I'm out with someone like you or someone with a southern accent mm. I'll find that like I'll ask a question for instance and somebody will turn to the other person to answer Yeah, and okay. I, I don't know whether that's a female thing whether it's just because they don't want to look at me <laughs> I, I do get that vibe that yeah, sometimes okay. people don't yeah they, don't, they think I'm a bit thick because I say it how it is and that's that's not the tr- not I mean, the truth I, I, at all. No, we work together, and I'm going to say something quite controversial. Go but on. I have actually seen, I think I've seen that as well. Mm. I've seen someone tr- treat you differently because of your yeah. accent. Which is, which is remarkable, really. I mean, it's pretty yeah, stupid. Yeah, clearly smarter but, than you. But yeah, I mean, let's not, let's not go into that. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I mean, look, the, the, I thought that some of the other interesting things about this study was, though, that in, it also found like other sweeping statements exist as well, like northerners are more friendly or more trustworthy. Mm. And that isn't true. <laughs> rubbish <laughs> rubbish you say hello to anybody in the centre and you're more, like they want to stab you you're more intelligent than me I'll let you have that but <laughs> you're not friendly <laughs> <laughs> no but also uh, and the other quite interesting thing is about where people actually place the north-south divide right so go on so go it's on. interesting to say that oh uh, I think northerners have um, an accent that makes them less intelligent yeah, or, what's or, northern to you though well to me it's anywhere above London pretty much and that's yeah. what they found anybody South well, of London London's its own London. country to me. Yeah, but everybody in Newcastle said south of Middlesbrough. <laughs> yeah, but well, yeah, that's, uh, that's what I southerner. think. South of Yorkshire. Yeah, but that's what I mean. So yeah, everybody's a southerner because like they're, they're not from where you're from. And you know what? London's its own country. Yeah, right. Like okay. you say, like, oh, I'm from Wembley or whatever. I'm like, oh, London. Yeah. Oh, London, innit? I just think of it as the more intelligent, sophisticated place with good accents. What a lot of rubbish. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, there we go. I don't want to talk about that anymore. <laughs> well, sorry, that was clearly a joke, by the way. I yeah, don't believe ob- any of that. Yeah, obvious, obviously. So if that's not giving you a headache, um, <laughs> <laughs> this is a brilliant story. I love this one. So apparently you can now pop to the pharmacist instead of going to your GP um, for more ailments basically you can go in there for scans and checks uh, it's a bit of a pilot scheme that's going on in the uk at the moment i think it's a fantastic idea and um i particularly like to see this rolled out across here if it works yeah uh, because anybody who's tried to get a hospital doctor's appointment rather in the uk will know it's an absolute nightmare especially since covid mm-hmm. trying to get in there is horrendous you know it's the same as it is here it's once it hits eight o'clock phones are ringing you're on all forever and you never get in now, to be able to pop in to see your pharmacist, I think, would be a big deal. Yep. Lots of chemists around the shop. They're open way later at night. Yeah. Some of them are 24-hour. Pop in there and get what you need. And it's also quicker. You know, it's quicker to be able to, you know, get an ailment diagnosed as well. Mm-hmm. So I think it's a brilliant idea. Also save people a lot of money over here if we brought it in, in Australia because you've got to pay to go to the doctors here. Yeah, but but they would just charge you to do it here. It would be charge as much as the doctor, I don't think. I think they charge you exactly the same. You reckon? Yeah. That's controversial. Well, no, because you have to pay for the facilities. You have to pay for the employees' time. You have to pay for all of that stuff, which is... Shh. I mean, it's not yeah, but a doctor's harder to get into, works. so it's a bit more sought after, isn't no, it? But so you're I, like, oh, I'll, I'll charge you a premium. <laughs> charge you a premium. Harder to get the ticket in here, love. Thing is, though, I have found this out. Pharmacists are, in fact, um, bound by confidentiality agreements. Yeah, I don't know why you didn't think this yeah, was but a thing. This is a thing, right? Because if you're from Huddersfield, right, you won't want to go into your pharmacist and think that, you know, Fred that's working behind the pharmacist is going to tell everybody down the pub that, and everybody in the village that you've got whatever. But why, why or whatever. would he anyway? Even if he wasn't bound by patient Does confidentiality. Because it's gossip, innit? Yeah, Have a few bevs. <laughs> that's like oh, any yeah. professional just doesn't go, guess what? Guess what I saw? Guess who came in today? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, what you did at work today? Oh, I had nothing for her 
peas the other day, you know. Can you imagine though? Like, and that's the thing, because you'd be going to your, your pharmacist with a bit more, right? And you'd be like, oh, you know, I think I've got this, or I think I've got ingrowing toenail. And you'd be worried. And that's uh, the thing but is, why it's would you be any more be worried about that than you would be at a GP? Because a like, GP, you're going to a private room. <laughs> okay, so it's all about the little yeah, room, isn't no, it? <laughs> I'm in a room, we can't get out these walls. Yeah, but also, <laughs> I, yeah, people, I think, trust. Uh, this is horrible. Isn't you it? just but don't trust. I trust the pharmacies. <laughs> I do trust I'm people, I think there is an element of trust that comes with a doctor. You know, trust me, I'm a doctor and all this. I don't think, like, unfortunately, I don't think pharmacists have got that same prestige and reputation and they should have because they do a very good job and a lot of work. I'm having a lot of pharmacists I, yeah, I, I've got no against pharmacists, right? They do a smashing job. They're quick at my pharmacist and all, I will say. You can do it same day, right? I, Jolly I, good. I'm, I'm also just going to let you into a bit of a secret here. Go on. I, I know a couple what of doctors. What have you got? No, Jesus <laughs> Christ. Yeah, that itch. Um, no, I, got, I know a couple of doctors and they still tell people stuff. They just don't reveal who it is. They don't go, Nat has got that. Yeah. They just said, you'll never guess what I yeah, saw. Yeah, that English person like, with a very strong northern yeah, accent. Exactly. <laughs> specifically in Huddersfield. That works at Perth now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like I, they're just professionals. Like they're obviously not yeah. going to tell anybody. But it's also and so public, so you can't go into. I mean, they need to have private rooms in pharmacies if they're going to have this, in my opinion. Because you go into your pharmacy, you're, you're obsessed with. Private I, I rooms. like no, because like you go into your pharmacies and there's other customers in there, so they can yeah, hear I what know, you're saying. I know, but they also have like a bit of discretion, and they're not just going to go. Yes, you need to take it three <laughs> times a day. <laughs> Like they're not stupid. I don't, I don't, yeah, but the thing is, like, it's just not the same as being in a little room. Anyway, anyway, we need to move, anyway, on, from we need to move on from this. But I would very much like to see it in Australia, so it save people a lot of money. On it wouldn't save doctors. people money. It would anyway. Moving on, <laughs> moving on. <laughs> Let's argue about the football yeah, instead. Yeah, I know. I should have saved my money and not gone to Qatar or like paid oh for Qatar. Oh my god, this could look be at him. awful. Sorry, looking Gareth Southgate oh there. Look, fair enough. He should look sorry for himself because that sounds like it was absolutely horrendous. You got up to watch it. I didn't. Yeah, I did, unfortunately. Um, so but I is, didn't. So England, obviously, last night lost to Hungary, the mighty powerhouse of soccer <laughs> that is Hungary. 40th um, in the world. They yeah, are. they lost 4-0, which is their highest, um, their biggest loss at home for 90 years. So it's not great. They'd also obviously lost to Hungary last week away. They drew with Italy. They got a late draw against Germany they haven't scored an open play like it's not it's, it's bad not news. great like and and you know i think everybody is a bit too quick to jump on Gareth Southgate and say he needs to go uh, you were here a few years ago know, don't forget a that a year ago like but that's all it yeah, was exactly yeah and everyone so wearing waistcoats and everything yeah, and now maybe it's he needs like to put the waistcoat back on well, people chanting you don't know what you're doing at him last night yeah, apparently and uh, i think it's just because of the, the way that he's setting up at the moment the way that we're playing it's all a bit defensive it's all a bit negative and it's not really playing into our favor in can terms you blame of, him really though when we're getting defeats like this we're no but, but we've got a very good attacking team we've got some very good attacking players and we're not really accommodating them so we're actually just playing quite Boring football. Oh, John Stones got sent off as well. Controversial. Oh, it wasn't a sending off. It was the second yellow. Yeah. And you can't get, I didn't know this, right? VAR, you can't call VAR on a second yeah, yellow. Only a straight So one. that's why, yep, no appeal on that one. Move on. Uh, well, it's sad. It's sad because I think we all wanted to get around the World Cup this year. I know this isn't the World Cup, but I very much like to get around it because it's near Christmas. It's, it's a Christmas be, World yeah. Cup. It's brilliant. It's magical, yeah. It's brilliant. And it's like more fine. people will be off work, we won't be, but you know, yeah. there'll be more people off work and it would just be a nice vibe. You can just imagine being on the pubs in England, it'd be nice and 
you know, warming cosy in the pub, brass band playing, whatever. Brass band playing? What pubs are you going <laughs> you to? You know, Christmas. In it, Christmas. <laughs> Christmas and brass band. It happens. It happens. It? it does happen in pubs in Huddersfield. In private rooms. Um, <laughs> look, I think it's going to be fine. I think we'll actually still do okay. I think we're still one of the favourites to, to win. Um, and look, maybe we won't win, but I think we'll still go quite far. It's yeah. just we need to have a plan B. The Socceroos are in it at least. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. So we can get around them if England don't do any well. That's, <laughs> that's, that's not how supporting a team it's works. The, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll just give yeah, the other go. I'll oh, just give the other Australian team a go. This yeah, week. exactly. Yeah, did I not tell you I'm a bit Brazilian? Uh, I'm dual national, maybe. <laughs> yeah, I, c- yeah. I can pick. <laughs> now, good old Aaron Moy in there as well. Love to see him do well because, you know, he used to play for Huddersfield. He's dead to us now, however. Wow. Anyway, on, on that, that note, yeah. light and cheery note, thank you for watching and listening. Make sure you, if you're watching us on the YouTube, you hit subscribe. And uh, we'll see you next week. See you next week. Bye. Aussie Pomcast is brought to you by the West Australian and Perth Now. Hosted by Natalie Richards and David Baker. Our producers are Kate Ryan and Natalie Bonjolo. You can find other podcasts produced by Seven West Media by searching for The West Australian wherever you get your podcasts. Oh,